Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning into my brand new podcast. It's going to be a great one. <laughs> You're listening to The Sean Show. What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Sean. I hope you had a wonderful new year. I hope it was full of fun and excitement. I hope you've created some awesome goals for the new year. And I'm excited that you're here and you're wanting to listen to a podcast that's going to be fun, it's going to be entertaining, and it's going to be helpful. So I had a really hard time trying to figure out exactly what kind of podcast I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to start one for free, so I did my research on where to do all my recording and editing and how to create all my content. And then from there, you know, I started researching on the old Google machine and, uh, They tell me I had to find like, you know, my niche people that wanted to listen to me. So I thought, hmm, what could I talk about? You know what? Even though I like to make you guys laugh, I like to talk about positive things. And I enjoy trying to do better every day and living every day to the most. And a lot of the mentor groups that I follow are exactly that. And I like passing that information on along with a little bit of my life. So I figured, why not go ahead and slide right on into a slot with self-improvement. So that's where you can find me. Tell your friends that self-improvement is where you'll find the old Sean show. However, on this podcast, we will do way more things that are way more fun than just self-improvement philosophy. I hope you had a good new year. I know that mine has been fantastic. I've been busy. I've been creating content for the podcast. I've been working my brand promoter business. I've been uh, jumping back up and running gears and blowing black smoke in a quad axle dump truck. And I've just been having a really fun time at the end of this year in 2019 and getting ready to push right on into this year, 2020. And I figured why not make a commitment and stay consistent and do a 52 podcast year and release at least one podcast a week and do some interviews, have some talks, go over some life philosophy things that I think are important that I want you to know about and just kind of uh, continue on from there. Maybe some of our interview folks will uh, get in the comments, leave us a message here at the podcast. Let us know you're interested if you'd like to jump on and do an interview and uh, probably in the next a week or so, I'll be lining up our first interviews that'll probably be at the last portion of February. So that way we can get all our content squared away and our listeners can enjoy that. Well, for the first segment, I think I did pretty good. We'll move on to what's a little bit more important here in just a minute. Meat and potatoes, folks. Meat and potatoes. That's exactly what we want to get to, right? So in our first episode, let's talk about something that we can't go any further without discussing. When we make changes in our life, we have to make small changes. You can't make large changes because large changes equals failure most of the time. So we have to make small changes. And the very first thing that we have to come to is we have to be honest with ourselves. There was a master coach mentor out in Laguna Beach, California, and in front of a couple hundred people at a conference that he was invited to speak to, he got up, the room was quiet, 
And he made one statement. Stop lying. Stop lying. I don't know if you're like me, but when I grew up, I didn't necessarily lie all the time, but I would lie to get myself out of trouble. I lived in a household that was somewhat strict. And if we did something that was wrong, fear would overcome me because I knew that all hell was about to come loose. So the coping mechanism was to create a lie. So much so that in my uh, family, when we get together and someone new uh, is a part of our family gatherings, we end up landing on a story about me when I was probably about five or six years old. And it pretty much sums up the way I grew up for a long time. And the story kind of goes like this. I typically would get off the school bus and I lived in a rural area and I lived on a farm where there was a big farmhouse where my great grandfather lived, the farm next to it. And then at the other end of the farm is where I lived in a small little 1976 two bedroom house trailer. And every day I'd get off the bus and I would go down and I would visit my great grandfather. My dad was typically a very busy man those years of my life because he was trying to raise me and establish a good homestead. So I found myself occupying my time by going and visiting my great-grandfather, which I have tons of stories about those years I got to spend with him before he passed away. Great-grandpa loved to use the oven. He loved to bake. One thing he loved to bake in particular was pies. The man was known to be able to go to the pantry and pull out any kind of preserve or any kind of fruit of any kind and create a fruit pie that would just melt in your mouth. Well, on this particular day, he had made a blackberry pie, which to this day is one of my very favorites. And every time I have a piece of blackberry pie that comes remotely close to how delicious my great grandfather's was, I always thank him. That afternoon, my father had told me, don't eat anything down at great grandpa's. We're going to have dinner soon. See, I would always go down for a snack. In this particular day, my dad didn't want me down there snacking. So I went down. Blackberry pie was on the kitchen table. And of course, you know the question that I got asked from great-grandpa. Would you like a piece of pie? And of course, I said yes. I devoured that piece of pie. I made love to that piece of pie. <laughs> it was an amazing piece of pie. And I remember that piece of pie to this day. Well, once my visit was over and I walked on down to my home, my father greeted me at the back door. First thing he asked me was, did you have anything to eat? I said, no. He said, are you sure you didn't have anything while you were down at great grandpa's house? I repeatedly said, no. He said, are you sure you didn't have a piece of pie? And I said, no. And then he said, are you sure you didn't have a piece of blackberry pie? And I said, no. And then he continued to ask me in various ways if I'd had anything at great grandpa's all the way down to listen, I'm going to ask you one last time because I really don't want to have to give you a spanking for lying to me. But did you have a piece of blackberry pie down at great grandpa's house, Sean? I looked him dead in his eyes, full of fear and said, no, not even realizing how my dad would even know that I had a piece of blackberry pie. He picked me up by my arms, carried me through the house trailer all the way back to the bathroom and held me in front of the wall-to-wall -wall mirror. 
And to my surprise, I knew exactly the reason why my dad knew why I'd had a piece of blackberry pie. Because the evidence was all over my face. Who can relate to a story like that? Not wanting to get in trouble. Fearing authority. Well, that's the way my teenage years went as well. Always hiding what it was that I was up to from my parents, significant others, family members. Because I was afraid that I'd be rejected. It didn't take until I was a full-grown adult to understand that lying doesn't get you anywhere. Now, I know, I know, you're probably thinking, but I'm not a liar, Sean, like you. Well, I beg to differ. One way or another, we've all told lies, or are all still telling a lie. Maybe not to other people, but to ourselves. And until we recognize that we need to quit lying about ourselves, about our lives, about where we are, and what I mean by where we are is our success, our habits, our relationships, our health. We can't make a permanent, consistent change. Because then all we're doing is lying to ourselves to gain a certain awareness, reward, acceptance. To, have, uh, to something that actually doesn't really fulfill the whole picture of our life. Because when we're lying, we're juggling. So in this first podcast, I challenge you, myself continuously, to just not lie. Not lie to myself about where I'm at in life. Not lie to my wife about my relationship. Not lie to my coworkers and my bosses about my performance and my likes and dislikes. To just live an open, real, raw, and relevant lifestyle. And I challenge you to do the same thing in that. Once you stop lying to yourself and start telling yourself exactly where you're at, then that's when you can move forward. You may have a great life right now. You may be making plenty of money. You may have great relationships. But there's a possibility that you're miserable inside because you're lying to yourself that that's what is fulfilling your life. When there's something missing, quite possibly. Lying is murderous. And until we decide as an individual that we're going to live our lives intentionally and honestly, true, real, consistent change will never take place at all. So there you have it, folks. Stop lying. Thank you very much for tuning in today on my very first podcast. I look forward to bringing you even more fresh content in the near future. But until then, remember, be real, be raw, not rude, and be relevant. Thanks for tuning in to The Sean Show.